Hello and welcome to the summary for um, the indolence of Fili- the module on the indolence of the Filipinos. Um, this is a module for the Rizal course, and I've been asked to summarize it for you um, since I've created that module. So this is, I'm Ryan Dave Rayla, uh, faculty member for. USJR, Department of Social Science and Philosophy, School of Arts and Sciences. Now, regarding regarding the module that you're reading on um, the indolence of Filipinos, it's about a story. No, It's about a story, a, a very simple story that has prevailed throughout the centuries, especially in the popular imagination of um, not only of colonized peoples as we are, no, as Filipinos, um, for the past 300-400 years, but also as a as a popular story or a part of the popular imagination of European um, peoples for pa- for the past um, for the past centuries, no? especially when it's related to the collective enterprise known as colonialism and imperialism. Um, when we talk about the indolence of Filipinos, it comes from one particular claim that has prompted Rizal, Rizal in the first place um, as our national hero, as, a, as part of the Illustrado class, created um, a sort of a dialogue, or rather, not a dialogue, but a sort of a monologue that he wrote down in the form of an essay in which he dismantled this narrative, this story, this myth of um, Filipinos being lazy. In fact, this charge of laziness is not simply um, found, as I, as I have researched on this one, it's not simply found um, in, um, in the popular imagination of the Spaniards, but also it is found in other peoples as well. The British in particular um, applied this narrative of the lazy native um, in, referen- in reference to the Malay population of Malaysia, of what is now today as Malaysia which they ruled indirectly as a colony no so we can see that the, this is what we call what we would call a contentious claim that um there is actually no evidence at all to back the claim that um colonized people or colonized natives from southeast asia and of course around the world are lazy this is a nefarious myth or this is an evil myth that has prevailed because um, it is couched not simply in terms of um, a simplistic explanation as to the lack of development um, in, let's say, for example, in um, in Southeast Asia in today and, of course, in the yesteryears, no? especially in the years following immediately after colonization and especially, most especially, during the years of colonization. This claim is based upon three core factors. One, it's based upon discrimination. It creates a sense that um, it creates the sense that um, Orientals or people who are colonized by the Occidentals or by the by the Westerners are different from them. No? So they created an idealized versions the the Westerners. No, they created an idealized version of themselves as virtuous, as industrious, etc. And they contrasted it to boost further their own self-esteem. They created a contrasting image or what Professor Edward Said would call as an other to basically create a disparity, you know, a sense of disparity between 
between them and others. In, Filipi in um, the Philippines, this was most noted, especially um, by, um, by how the Spaniards view the ordinary Filipino native. They call them naturales or indios. No? And um, they discriminated, they, they fostered this mentality and this story uh, to discriminate people, to discriminate the, the natives as lazy and perhaps worthy even of a form of colonization, as is evidenced in, um, in the writing of Rizal, wherein he argued extensively that this um, charge of indolence, of laziness, is nothing more than a ploy to keep those in um, in uh, to keep those natives in a state of perpetual subjugation which then brings us to the next factor aside from discrimination um, this claim is based upon power it reinforces the status quo of what was then colonization wherein europeans have more rights enjoy more status and of course enjoy more economic opportunities than the ordinary indios or naturales natives in the in the in the colony and it also has um, deep connections since we're talking about power it has deep connections with politics the spaniards use this claim this charge of indolence to justify their rule that without them the natives would simply succumb to their own vices but again, as I pointed out earlier in the first factor of discrimination, this sense of disparity was created to assuage or to bolster um, the to bolster the charge of colonization, to bolster the, the necessary um, justification on why they were there in the first place in lands that did not belong to them, among people whom they are whom they are alien to and among people who they rule but they refuse to understand as as they should be understood okay so this contentious claim of indolence is not just an ordinary story handed down from generation to generation this is a serious accusation that was made in um, in light of keeping people under the thumb of colonizers so again when Rizal responded to this um charge of indolence no? and he cited many many factors as um, as you would um, as you would be required to actually um, delve into going through um, going through the discourse analysis workshop uh, this indolence was well it was um, it was accepted by Rizal but not as a cause for Filipino underdevelopment and of course the state of um, the poor state of the Philippines and its natives at that time at uh, during his time but he he um, he attributed this indolence as an effect or as a symptom rather than the cause of the misery of Filipinos so when he wrote uh, his essay he did mention these factors um, that gave rise to this indolence but the indolence is a is an after effect or rather it's rather it's an effect of colonization as he rightly understood it during his time so you have to put into context that Rizal was writing um, this this article for the La Solidaridad in the in a time when there is a pushback or a or um, a challenging of the old narratives of colonization that Spain has been using for the past 300 years of its um, 
of its time in the Philippines, no, of its um, rule in the Philippines. So the indolence of a, the indolence of Filipinos is an essay meant to break the stereotypes and the and the unjust, unfounded myths that um, the Spanish used to justify their rule of the islands. So these um. There were several there were several authors that actually built up on the premise of um, Jose Rizal no and it was uh, later on this um this this monumental essay of Rizal was actually was actually um was actually utilized by a particular professor or a particular Malaysian academic uh, Malaysian intellectual um, called Sayyid Hussein Alatas, and I had the privilege to meet his son in one of the conferences. No, and I asked him a particular question, which um, I would never forget his answer. No, and and that is um, his, he mentioned, or at least the son mentioned that um, his father took um, took the time to read Rizal during during his college years in the nineteen forties, nineteen fifties. Because um, Rizal, for, for, for this particular uh, Malaysian intellectual, was a standard bearer or rather um, a trailblazer for the next generation of um, not only freedom fighters, but intellectuals who dared to challenge the, the entrenched myths of um, convenient answers to, let's say, um, to why, why peoples, uh, why colonized people in Southeast Asia remain to be underdeveloped. So, as you can see, this, this um, charge of indolence is again not just common among Filipinos, it's common across um, different peoples because the Western powers, the European imperialists, the colonial powers of Spain, Portugal, um, France, um, to some extent Germany, and even Great Britain, for that matter, they created stereotypes to, to perpetuate their control over people. And in a way, they, they did succeed because, as you can see, even, even uh, nearly 70 years, 50-70 years after Rizal was executed um, in, in Luneta, no, Bagumbayan, they are still struggling with the problems of, of this uh, myth and Alatas called this the myth of the lazy native. Uh, you can check out a chapter on this one uh, in, in PDF form. So, this idea of laziness is common and has plagued people across the generations. You might be asking, why is this myth even carried out to the modern day? Well, good question. This myth or this, um, this charge of indolence among colonized people remains here to this day and this is according to um, um, to the son of Said Hussein Alatas, who is also a respectable professor. Um, he's, he mentions that this myth persists because the elites, the ruling class of the colonial of, of the formerly colonial societies of Malaysia and the Philippines in particular, have carried on this myth, have adopted this myth of the lazy native to suit their political purposes and to basically um, say to the masses that they that they need them or rather that the, the masses need um, the unique political leaders or the, the the political elite to actually save them from themselves so in essence the myth of the late the lazy native has become a serious charge of um, 
another in another form no it's not just the myth of the lazy native anymore it's the myth of the unfortunate helpless native in its modern reincarnation today and we see that very clearly especially in political systems or in um in countries like the philippines where leaders are um are propped up to such a degree that they are they are um they are treated as if they are gods themselves no we can see that in our political leaders right now where even years after they have died they are um, remembered for their personality and personality-based politics is rampant throughout throughout um, Southeast Asia and not just the Philippines. So we can see echoes of this myth in, um, in modern times. And then there's also um, Edward Said who mentions, um, who gives a particular name not only for the myth that is... Um, that is uh, the, the charge of indolence or laziness. He gives this a whole lexicon or a whole body of knowledge, a name, and he calls this as Orientalism or the creation of knowledge and opinion on the, the Orient or the, um, the people other than Europeans no, who live in the areas around the Middle East and Asia. And they created an image of an other in the process called othering, wherein they create um, idealized versions of themselves and negative versions of um, of peoples in the Middle East and Asia to justify colonial and, of course, by extension today, to justify actions against these people, especially today, um, where we see Orientalism as a concept has now become um, not only um, a monumental work from from the late Edward Said, but it also gave rise to to the field of um, to the field of decolon decolonial studies. It gave rise to the idea that um, we have certain words, and not only words, but entire bodies of knowledge that has races and that has um, that has colonial origins. That we should keep in check today because they continue to frame our minds according to how the, how the Westerners, how the Europeans frame their, their approach to the world. How they view um, people not like them and how they treat them you know, by extension. And so Edward Said's um, monumental work on Orientalism, you can actually see a video interview on his work wherein he, um, he summarizes... Uh, the, the idea of Orientalism in a short 45-minute documentary wherein um, the, the major claim of this work is colonized peoples are not properly represented and often dismissed as um, backward, illiterate, or downright evil. So we see this in films, especially um, in the past, um, in the past um, decades, no? in the past um, decade of um, the early 2000s. We can see that um, Muslims, in particular, and they're very vulnerable to this. Muslims, in particular, are charged with um, terrorism, no? Even if they have nothing to do with certain actions from radical groups in their communities, and so Orientalism is a very much alive um, concept that continues to shape our world today and has given rise to the unique field of the colonial studies over the years. So, to summarize everything, the indolence of the Filipinos started by um or rather um the indolence of the of the filipinos as an analysis started by rizal has given birth to a lot of uh existing literatures 
that is still relevant today and still the 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 idea the stereotype of the lazy native is not something that we should dismiss in our everyday lives in fact it has become um so ingrained in our lives that that um filipinos and other colonized people around the world view themselves as view themselves as less than others who interact with them especially when it comes to um when it comes to how we view foreigners and how we view them as ideal compared to how we view ourselves as less than ideal or even as a negative image of what we see around the world so in conclusion narratives are important stories are important hence it is equally important that we understand where they came from what uses were they use and how these stories continue to shape our lives today and so this and once again this is ryan dave Rayla. thank you for listening to this summary of the module on the indolence of filipinos and i'll catch you on the next one